and thank you for joining us for another episode of Hope for Healthcare with Dr. Katie Cole in partnership with ICD Healthcare Network. Dr. Katie Cole is a holistic physician, organizational well-being consultant, and change agent, working with industry leaders and proven strategies to heal our national healthcare system and our culture of medicine. Stay tuned to hear today's speaker. everyone to Hope for Healthcare. This is a podcast in which we interview expert leaders around the country on best practices for healing our national healthcare system and our culture of medicine. Today, I want to extend a very warm welcome to Jody Green. She is currently the CEO and president of the Clinician Burnout Foundation. And also as Hope for Healthcare podcast, we have been collaborating with Jody on several different projects. And so I'm very excited to introduce you to her today. Um, the Clinician Burnout Foundation, a little bit about this, it's a 501c3 public charity dedicated to ending deadly burnout and moral injury, harming physicians, providers, and all other healthcare workers, those with the highest rates of suicide in the U.S. and rapidly rising globally. CBF, our Clinician Burnout Foundation, puts tangible burnout beating solutions directly into the hands of those who make our healthcare system run, who are in immediate and need and at risk. Welcome, Jody. We are so excited to have you here today, and I'm really excited to introduce you to our audience. Thank you so much, Katie. I'm very excited because I've been a follower of yours for quite a while, as you know, and this is wonderful. So thank you. Absolutely. Well, Jody, I know we want to hear a little bit about your background and how yeah. you yourself became interested in resolving burnout in healthcare. You have a very interesting story, so we want to hear it. Thank you. Well, I'm not a healthcare practitioner, so I'm a little uh, of a less common audience uh, member, a uh, participant here. Um, but it's very personal. Everything's rooted in in my life. Um, I, at the age of 17, I became a legal guardian for my brother, who's autistic, though high functioning, and my mother, who passed away earlier this year, she had a very severe mental health disorder, almost crippling anxiety, bordering on agoraphobia, uh, absentee father, we don't have to talk about him. And I really wanted to do right by them. And I'm not a kid, it was a long time ago, it was before digital. That was before there was a word for autism, it was mental retardation and warehousing people. And I didn't want to do that. I wanted to help them figure out a way to have lives that were larger and more fulfilling. And so I, I, I worked hard to find healthcare providers. You know, I found a great speech therapist, a great person who could work on motor coordination with my brother, um, therapists and others. And it was difficult then before digital as I could find people. And of course, now I was meeting others in a similar situation. I wanted to help others and it drove me uh, and that's been the thread throughout my life, personally, and my career. I've worked in the healthcare space as, a, again, the other side, business-to-business, uh, business, business-to-consumer, B2B2C, business-to-business-to-consumer, marketing, uh, consumer. I've done a lot of pro bono work in the space for healthcare practitioners, patients, advocacy groups for both, uh, caregivers as a caregiver. Um, mm -hmm. I've even worked with some payers, health system, supply chain, um, and uh, pharmacogenomics, you know, from beginning to end of drug discovery. And I 
genetics, but also back in molecular discovery. And it's just a, a fascination and interest personally and professionally. And again, throughout the years, finding these people who have been transformative for my life profoundly made a difference in my mother and brother's lives without whom there would have been no quality of life. The things that we learned, the abundance that they gave us. And I know today people don't necessarily want to be called healthcare heroes, but truly heroes to me. And, and that's what drew, drove me. Um, I worked in the uh, global marketing advertising agency world, all in healthcare for about a decade and uh, ran all of Planned Parenthood's digital uh, from the 11,000 members and launched global initiatives. And that was to help people have the clinics stay open because that's what was suffering, not from politics, but financial reasons. And then uh, uh, changing things that I like to learn and grow and I'm curious by nature. My latest background this last several years has been health technology, helping to improve the electronic health record, which so many studies have shown, as you know, and your audience knows, have been the leading cause of burnout, taking the work hours from 40 to 100 and uh, just completely eviscerating any life outside of, of the workplace. And that's what drew me into wanting to, you know, help, help clinicians. I, as a non-practitioner, if I could save one person from not committing suicide, wow, wow what a purpose for me. Mm-hmm. And so I launched the foundation and I funded it myself and um, I'm there to help. Uh, well, Jody, you're doing some great work in our community. And I, on behalf of Hope for Healthcare and me personally, you know, I just, mm-hmm. I really want to thank you for, for all of your help. And I know our audience is curious to, to hear more about how CBF is directly involved in solutions for burnout. Thank you. So um, with my marketing background, being on the outside, um, I, I brought a little, as we all do, different experiences and ideas. So I wanted to do something that no one else is doing. I know I've been tracking, I'm actually compiling all of the studies on burnout and, and then the later shift to finally studying moral distress and moral injury in more depth. And I'm addressing both um, since 2001. I know there were studies in the seventies, but consistently from 2001 through today. And I, Feel like the point's been more than made. I never want to do studies or surveys. I do partner with many others and with my marketing. I know how to, I can help others. I'm thrilled to get great response rates and really um, get a lot more out of that. But I wanted to, to not do, um, I mean, I say solutions, not lip service, mm-hmm. uh, tech not talk from my background now, moral injury, and also execution at echo chamber. I think everybody's so busy the, the people who do care are talking to themselves. I want to do uh, inside out and outside in to solving this. And so what I have are, and it's a growing list, are uh, partners um, who provide their for-profit companies. And there's so many solutions. I have a wait list now. Anyone in healthcare can sign up. It's called Clinician Burnout Foundation because I launched it three years ago. And I know now there's moral injury, certainly, and always the whole healthcare workforce. Um, uh, never disregarded that. I, I know it's more of late where that's being talked about healthcare workers. So anyone who signs up can get anything for free. The solutions are healthcare technology will improve 
workflows in a practice uh, and other tools and uh, and tactics and so forth to improve hospitals, individual clinics. And there's also the off the job, on the job, off the job. We have Uber as a partner. We subsidize rides. If you're working 87 hours in two days, <laughs> kind of sleep deprived, we want to give you a ride home. It, we're, we're getting now um, housekeeping, childcare, meal delivery. These are things that both you know, practitioners like yourself, and I've had so many on the advisory board now, mostly women say, wow, I wish someone had been doing my laundry because I know it's still 1950, women are still, <laughs> must keep the home running as well as your clinic, sorry, pressure, and therefore have higher, you know, rates of suicide, heartbreaking. Well, yeah, I mean, Jody, you bring up a great point too, like for women yeah. physicians and clinicians, we have also different needs and drivers of burnout, including running the home, so I'm glad that you recognize that and are, are part of that solution. So by thank you and by giving things away mm -hmm. and therefore there's something for everyone. If you're the custodian, um, but you're making more money in unemployment, so you're not going to show up the hospital. I don't think surgeons are going to start scrubbing down the OR, nor should they. I'm not even suggesting that, but that's why it's a system. It's a healthcare system. There are, shouldn't be anybody who's invisible. And I think growing up as I did with my mother and brother, that, that helped inform how I look at the world and everyone. And uh, so the idea is we're not, this is not a single solution. There is no single solution. But if we can lift the burden, reduce work hours to half again, let people practice medicine, not data entry, then there's there's a reserve, there's fortification to hopefully, certainly not commit suicide, but continue to practice. And can you share, and I know, can you share maybe like an example of a physician or nurse or frontline worker that you are able to help your organization? We're we're working with several right now. Um, at the moment, it's more of me doing pro bono because where we are now is it's it's been a little challenging and I'm thrilled for you to give me this platform as a non-MD or having those credentials behind my name. It's a little harder when you're starting out mm -hmm. to get the credibility and validation. Now we're partners with the AANP, AAPA, ANA, Urgent Care Association is coming on soon. We have many others and, and that's helping now, right? So I'm, I'm at the inflection point and partnering with other wonderful partners. Um, so this way we're boosting everyone's awareness and visibility. And so there's a wait list and I encourage people to sign up. Anybody can sign up. And as I get grants, mm -hmm. um, sponsor money, and I'm going, I'm social impact VCs. When I get you know, uh, enough funding, I'm going to go through that list and whatever you want, pick what you like, here you go. It's free for you. And so I don't have the, uh, I don't have that finalized, but I'm doing my own work uh, as the marketer and other ways to help people uh, grow, get awareness and, and generate revenue. Because if none of us do, um, you know, the wonderful ambassadors and change makers like yourself or the foundation, then we we can't provide and fulfill our mission. 
I absolutely, Jody. That is so important. And it sounds like you have some great organizations that you're collaborating with. And I'm glad because that helps us spread the word that resources are available and you'll reach a much wider uh, client base and audience that way. So that's great news. Thank you. Yeah. Can you give us like a, some more information on some of the solutions that you have in mind that you're going to be providing for burnout and how you're going to resolve, help resolve that on the front line? Yes, absolutely. So we do, uh, if you went to the website today, which granted I'm still fixing, forgive any, you know, any anything that doesn't look great, you know, when you're startup and kind of yep. doing your, for the most part yourself, uh, point is getting it done and getting the help out there, right? So there's a lot of our tech partners really are so varied. And I, well, I also have criteria. Uh, the criteria is we will not offer anything. No one's a partner unless they're either, uh, aside from associations who are all looking to fix this, you either are out there and lifting burdens, ergo reducing burnout, or a lot of startups are coming to me, both in tech and non-tech, and they're designed to reduce burnout and moral injury. So uh, I love sponsors. Certainly I need those those dollars in order to provide everything, but very strict criteria, very mission uh, driven and purpose driven. And again, as a public charity, um, you know, this is this is the mission defined both legally and, and from my heart, my passion. And so there's a lot of technology that varies. Um, we even have um, uh, an EHR, meditation specific meditation but it's so quick and easy and other things kind of like navy seal training they're in the most critical uh, situations and working with people who can kind of uh, help people in a moment so they can be clear-minded mm -hmm. and things that can improve optimization workflow and again on the other side of it uh, off the job so on the job and off the job it's a growing list and I welcome anyone to contact me if they'd like to. I've definitely been expanding because I came from tech, tech not talk. Um, now I've been very dedicated to the mental health, behavioral health and well-being aspect. We recently have a chief program officer who's joined. She's a psychiatric nurse practitioner and really driving that home. So really working with um, you know, a variety well, I mean, yeah, it sounds like you are very, you're such a visionary, Jody, and you have so much experience. You've got decades and decades with healthcare, marketing, strategy, operations, <laughs> tech even. So you're really kind of the ideal person, I think, to pull all of these pieces together and provide um, a service for frontline health workers that is really embracing, I think, everything that we need. It's embracing integrity. It's embracing, you know, frontline solutions for the individual drivers of burnout. And then with the tech side, it sounds like you're also addressing the systemic drivers of burnout too. Right. And working with others, because again, and you and I've talked about it, it there's no single solution. It's going to be almost a pincer movement, right? If you want to think <laughs> logistically, working inside out and outside, right. There you go. Inside out, outside, and let me do that right. And also, we know it's global. So I am working globally. In fact, this really surprised me. Two weeks after I put the website up, I hadn't 
marketed it or anything. The first people I heard from through the contact form on the site, Germany, the Maltese Islands, then Italy, then Russia in quick succession. And, and I'm thinking, wow, I, so we know it's bad in the U.S. Clearly, <laughs> if people are reaching out to me that quickly, I was astounded. Mm -hmm. um, and we are global. And I, I'm forming a global alliance, actually, through the foundation. And again, welcome others. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the associations I'm working with are very interested in joining that. I think, again, being from outside in, perhaps, can't be siloed. And I know a lot of people think that, and, and I get it too, when you're in the weeds and I've been there, which is why I left corporate America making a lot of money. I was very unhappy and I knew I needed to be purpose-driven. Healthcare work, everyone in the healthcare system is. I mean, if you're practicing medicine, you, you have a calling, you care, but you're so, when you're so beaten down as everyone is now, then you're just, you're just kind of doing your thing and thinking these are your issues. But so many, as we do know, issues for surgeons may be very similar to nurses or to very, you know, um, specialist uh, kind of person or PA or anyone, you know, uh, healthcare team members, support care members. And so I want to pull people together, look at the commonalities and also serve the, the specifics alongside that in parallel. Um, I almost see today, and I say it's great respect, it's, it's helping drive me so much friction where some people don't like the term burnout and others say it's only moral injury uh, or vice versa, or, you know, please don't call me a provider, I'm a physician. And I'm actually um, really capturing this, I have a glossary. I don't want to ever make anyone feel like I'm not being inclusive, which is why I actually called it Clinician Burnout Foundation, not Physician Burnout Foundation at the outset, because I think nurses felt like they weren't being looked at as much. This was three in 2020. And so I'm trying to address that. But what it, what it messages to me is division instead of cohesion. And I would like to help bring people together and advisory board members who are now joining and partners share that vision. And I think, uh, and, and working with others, hoping to achieve that to really serve everyone very well. Mm. Jody, that was really <laughs> well said. And, I, and I'm and i really glad that you went, you kind of did a deep dive into breaking down silos <laughs> and coming together because, you know, that's kind of one of my passions is really know breaking down silos in healthcare. I mean, healthcare is such a siloed community already. And then, and then we have our organizational well-being community forming. And that's yeah. has been a bit siloed just because there are so many different organizations having different ideas, having different platforms, having, you know, different foundations. There's even different models for um, yes. engagement and well-being. So the idea that your organization is really out there and trying to pull everyone together and create a community, I just want to commend you for that. And I support absolutely support your work in that too. Thank you so much. And look, I'm not the smartest one in the room. I'm not saying this is the answer, but it, again, it's, it's, it's helpful sometimes to be outsider in because you could see things because every healthcare practitioner today, you know, from the most credentialed to the resident, the medical school person who maybe just read, I'm out of here, I'm not gonna practice medicine. 
And uh, I look, it's heartbreaking. Too few people even signed up to be infectious disease MDs today. It's heartbreaking because they feel beaten up. They feel burned out, beaten up, beaten down. And, um, and so it's, these are collaborations, as you're saying, we wanna bring this together and hope to introduce uh, ideas and models, you know, and, and it's not binary, it's not this or that. It can be this and that, and maybe we refine it and we come together. All thinking is great. I'm not brainstorming my own brain. I welcome all the big brains, all the passionate people, doesn't matter if you have a lot of experience, a little bit ex of experience, doesn't matter if you're not a practitioner, um, because we're all patients and we all care. Every healthcare um, physician, DO like yourself, everyone is um, a patient as well. And it's been so alarming with the stigma and fear of being fired or a malpractice suit will definitely hit you because an error will be discovered. I mean, that's just unconscionable. Everything today is unfathomable, unconscionable. When I, you know, when I first learned a few years ago, again, I've been tracking this, that even before it was fully established, you know, Physician Suicide Awareness Day, that honestly blew my mind. That just, I was already in this space, but fueled at the fire, really. Uh, it's appalling. And so, um, you know, I've heard from people who have lost loved ones, they themselves, don't even work in healthcare, but they care and they want to make a difference. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. And you know, Jody, you make a great point. I mean, we're all in this together. We, every one of us is a patient, you know, whether or not we are even in healthcare, we're all right. patients. And I think we're all seeing the ripple effect of what's been happening in healthcare. Very and, much. You know, it's time to practice conscious capitalism and, and move away from unconscious capitalism. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And part of that means it's redesigning how we operate and reprioritizing not just money and profitability, but uh, the well-being of our people and staff in healthcare, and even leadership in healthcare. Leadership is burned out. I mean, look at the CEO turnover rate nationwide right now, and it's 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 heartbreaking. And I think, like what you said, that we we're not going to solve this just one organization or one person at a time. We're going right. to solve this crisis coming together and sharing all of our wisdom and knowledge and ideas. So I, I really appreciate that. That's what you're trying to do, Jody. And I will do whatever I can to support your, <laughs> your call well, right here. You're being a champion. Thank you for giving me an opportunity to, to have people learn about yes. the clinician burnout foundation. I welcome people go to the site, sign up every, at the end of the day, if you need immediate need for burnout, that's, please do. And as soon as we get the funds, we're very close. I will come to you and ask you what you, what you need help with and pay for that. But everyone's at risk, let's be honest. So it's also those at risk. And so I, I really encourage everyone to sign up. And, uh, and also, if anyone out there wants to donate $10 price of a pizza, awesome. I don't come to others with my handout. But I think having this opportunity, and I thank you to speak to a wide audience, there may be those who would like to contribute something. Instead of Starbucks that day, you know, please just that, because it's all gonna support everyone. It's gonna pay for the work we're doing. Every penny is gonna go towards giving things away for free. That's the real distinction. And there is no other organization in the world, I'm proud to say I, 
I had the idea and launched and then I started doing homework and then I heard from others globally and they said they're, and perhaps that's why I heard from people abroad at first, I don't know. And I, just, I feel lucky that that happened. That wasn't, that not ego driven. That's like, awesome. Perhaps I have a better chance than, a, you know, uh, cutting through the clutter and the noise. Mm -hmm. Anything that could give us an opportunity to let people know, please, please, uh, allow us to help you. That's what we're here for. Well, that's great. And everyone, I'm going to have all of the links available on Jody's webpage on my website under her bio, mm -hmm. and we will be posting all this on social media as well. So if you have any questions, I will also post the link that takes you directly to her website to either donate if you're interested or to sign up and be part of our organization and collaborate. Thank you again, Katie, for this opportunity. I have been a fan and a follower of yours for so long. Thank you, Thank you so and, much. And um, I feel privileged to know you. And I do feel it's a privilege to, to try to help others in a field. Um, those who have made, again, a profound difference in my life, in my brother's life, in my mother's life, without whom I don't know where we'd be today. So oh, thank you again. Well, thank you for being a guest today on Hope for Healthcare. And everyone, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this very special podcast. And I hope that you all have a great rest of your week. If you're And if you're listening to this through the holidays, I hope you've had a wonderful holiday season. You all as right. well, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everyone, take care and we'll see you soon.